Have you ever wondered what the top insurance agents are doing to grow their book of business exponentially each and every month? I've personally grown my own agency to multiple locations and dozens of agents over the past 20 years, learning from the industry's leading experts and applying what they've taught me to my own agency. And now I've invited these same experts to share their industry leading secrets with you. My name is Jim Schubert and welcome to Agents Growth Academy. Are you preparing to interview a candidate and not sure what questions to avoid? In this episode, I'm going to show you the top three questions to avoid when conducting an interview and give you some tips on how to ask better questions instead. I really hope you're not still asking these questions when you interview candidates. These are the kinds of questions that can get employers into some serious hot water. But don't worry. After I've identified them, I'll provide alternatives to each one so you can ask those instead. I'm also going to give you some tips on which questions will help you make smarter hires. So stick around until the very end. So those top three questions to avoid when you're conducting an interview. Number one, what are your childcare arrangements? Now, while this may seem totally innocent and appropriate, it can also be considered an illegal question to ask because it reveals personal information that cannot be used to make a hiring decision. Instead, you need to ask something like, are you able to be at work on time and work our normal office hours of, let's say, 8.30 to 5? Now, when you think about the question, what you're really trying to get at is, hey, can you be on time? Can you work these hours? Are you going to be distracted, which I'm going to cover in a separate question specifically for remote workers at the end, but this is something that you just need to be careful. It's, it's all about what you're really trying to get at in asking that question. So number two question not to ask, what year did you graduate from college? Now, this one totally seems innocent, but it is a potential age discrimination because it can reveal someone's age. I mean, think about it. You could essentially do the backwards math and figure out how old someone is by finding out when they graduated from college or when they graduated from high school. So don't ask it that way. Instead, ask something related to their college experience if you feel that information is important to find out. So if their resume shows that they have college experience, ask something else like, how do you feel your college experience prepared you for this position? You see, what you're trying to figure out is what in their college experience has actually prepared them for this position, not actually, hey, when did you graduate from college? But we tend to ask that because we want to have them open up about their college experience and sometimes that's a way for people to prompt people to talk about that experience. It's just the wrong question to ask in terms of potential age discrimination. All right, number three, what is your current salary? Now, many states have now made this question illegal and it could discriminate against protected classes. I'm not a lawyer. You need to look up in your own state's guidelines whether this affects you or not, but it's best altogether if you just ask it a different way. Perhaps you say instead, what are your salary expectations? 
okay? And then follow that up by telling them whether those expectations are in line with the actual position salary range. You see, you're asking what is your current salary because you're trying to figure out, well, are we going to be able to be close? But if they're making $25,000 a year and instead you say, what are your salary expectations? Well, they could tell you 60000 and it has nothing to do with what their current financial situation is. So that's just a different way to get the same information that you're trying to get by saying, what are your salary expectations? By the way, you can find these same questions in one neat little sheet for you, a whole guide actually, along with a bunch of other interview tips in the Agency Guide to Bulletproofing Your Interview Process. And you can download it for free right now at agentsgrowthacademy.com forward slash interview guide. Now, I've got the top three questions to help you hire smarter coming up right now. What are your career goals? This is a fantastic one because it makes them go first. It puts them on their toes. You see, talented people know who they are, what they want to do, and how they can help. So asking an open-ended question like, what are your career goals? And then here's the tip, the, the, the key, just shut up and let them answer it. And inject some silence if they have a hard time. Because a lot of people, when I ask this question, hey, what are your career goals? They, they kind of hem and haw because they're trying to think of how do I coherently say what it is I want to say. But again, talented people know who they are and they know what they want. So they will oftentimes be able to rattle that off fairly confidently and fairly quickly. But don't be afraid to put that silence in there to allow them time to think about it and also, again, to just put them on their toes. You also want to hear if they know about your company. You know, if they haven't done the research about what positions are available and what your career path potentially is, then they might not be able to answer this question very well. Or they may say, you know, one thing I didn't see on your website was, what is the career path? Do you mind if I ask you that in order to better answer this question? Ooh, now that's a good way for them to come back and kind of make it a little bit more interesting, right? Uh, they're, they're thinking on their feet and it's meaningful. So what are your career goals? That's the first question. Number two is, what are you not really good at or not interested in professionally? Now, this is actually a follow-up question that we use in the phone screen, and you'll find this in that guide that I talked about, along with all the other interview questions and the format for our interviews. But this is a follow-up to the question, can you list off your professional skill set in kind of a bullet point format? And so then we turn it around and say, what are you not really good at or not interested in professionally? Because sometimes they'll reveal a deal breaker, right? Something like maybe a service person who doesn't like to be on the phone. That's a red flag. Or a salesperson who doesn't want to generate their own leads. That is definitely a red flag. So you also want to tell them that you'll be asking the same question during reference checks. And you can reassure them, hey, we're not going to do these now, especially if you're asking this when we do in the phone screen interview. Um, tell them that you're going to ask these same questions in a reference check because it's what we call the threat of reference check. 
you tell them that you're going to ask their managers, their former bosses or colleagues, whoever, these same questions. And one of them is, hey, what are they not really good at? What are they not interested in? And it'll be interesting to see what they say. This kind of puts them on the spot and, and again, creates that threat of reference check. So fantastic question to ask. And again, as far as a deal breaker is concerned, you want to ask this early on in the process so that you can figure out whether or not there is a deal breaker. So that's why we ask it in the phone screen interview. All right. The third one, the one right before I'm going to tell you kind of the bonus uh, question asked for remote employees is if you choose to leave here six months from now, because for some reason it's not a good fit, why do you think that would be? This, in my opinion, is the best question of all time to reveal hidden landmines that you need to avoid. For example, they might come back and say something like, well, if you asked me to work past five o'clock, that's, you know, I would leave because of that. Or if I haven't been promoted by then, then I would leave in six months, right? Folks, this is a fantastic way to figure out exactly what you need to focus on with them as a new employee so that they don't leave. If they say, hey, I really want training, really good training in those first six months because I feel like that's really going to help me. Okay. If you're prepared to do that, that's great, but you absolutely need to be able to deliver on that. And if for some reason you think you cannot deliver on that, that may be a red flag and it's not necessarily their fault, but it's something that you're not going to be able to deliver on. And that will leave you both in a bad situation and three, four, six months into it, they may bounce because they're saying, listen, I mean, you even asked me in the interview, what would cause me to leave? You didn't train me, right? Here's a pro tip. Ask this towards the beginning of the main interview so that you can stop that interview short if you discover a deal breaker in there. Again, in that guide that I mentioned, agentsgrowthacademy.com forward slash interview guide, we talk about the different uh, interviews that we have in our process for interviews. This is the main interview. This is after the phone screen interview. This is literally on the first page of three or four pages of questions. So asking them if there's something six months in that is going to be you know, a deal breaker, something that will make them leave, if they identify something that you can't deliver on or that just doesn't jive with your company or your culture, this is the time to end the interview short. <laughs> okay. Here's that bonus question for remote workers. And this is an important one, a crucial one. In fact, do you have a dedicated distraction-free workspace at home? Now, sometimes we even get more specific to say, where you can be on Zoom calls to meet with employees like your colleagues or clients and on the phone. Okay, remember, you can't ask about kids. Kids are a distraction. That's what you're thinking about when you're asking this question. Is there something that's going to distract you from being able to work in you know, a remote situation? But distractions aren't just kids. It can include caring for older parents. It could be spouses who also work from home. We have a few of those in, in our own company where their spouses also working from home. 
Uh, it could be barking dogs. It could be a television that's constantly on. One way to back this up with proof is I hope you're doing a Zoom call with a remote employee. But if you are, and for some reason they don't have their camera on, make sure you make them turn their camera on so that you can actually put eyes on what that distraction-free workspace looks like. And you can see for yourself whether that meets your own standards. And maybe you can ask them further questions to clarify, are you going to be able to turn the TV off that I see on in the background right now? Are you going to be able to not have your kids running back and forth after school, right? Uh, if you happen to see the kids, but don't ask about the kids <laughs> if they're not on camera, okay? Um, have them review your remote work agreement before you even make an offer. That's kind of the pro tip there for the rest of this question because remote work, and I could do a whole other video on remote work agreements, but that is absolutely something critical because it ex it sets expectations for both the remote worker and for you and all your staff of how they are supposed to work in a remote or what we call work from anywhere environment. Um, one more time, remember, you can find the list of everything we talked about here in that guide. Just go to agentsgrowthacademy.com forward slash interview guide. Got all the questions in there, plus a whole bunch of other tips. Folks, if this was helpful, I hope that you would share it with someone else in your life that could use these tips. And also wherever you're consuming this, I would love it if you could give me some feedback and engage with me in conversation and, and like it and, and share it because that helps me understand what you want to hear more about. Folks, until next time, grow big or go home. If you like this or any other episodes of Agents Growth Academy podcast, make sure you rate it. And if you want to take ownership over your own growth, come join us for free over at agentsgrowthacademy.com. 